Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Featured Artist Friday. NFL Films getting you ready for the divisional round of the playoffs. Ravens tomorrow. They kick things off, pun intended, for the weekend against Houston. Nine and a half point favorites over the Texans who blow out the Browns last week during Super Wild Card Weekend. Let's preview the game. Joins us every Friday. It's Vinny and Haney, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Nolan McGraw's on the other side of the glass. If you're on the phones, we shall get to you. But he's with the Baltimore Banner. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's Jonas Schaefer. Jonas, good morning. Happy, what are we in? Divisional round, Purple Friday, crazy footballness there thingy. Super amazing, awesome divisional round, as you know, the NFL calls it. Yes, and it is super awesome and amazing, and the Ravens are one win away from an opportunity to host their first ever AFC Championship game. Would only be the second ever played in Baltimore. The first one of all time was played here way back when, but we're not here to talk about the old days. We're talking about the here and now. Let's talk about the team before we start getting into matchups. The Dalvin Cook factor, you were there. He's going to play. Okay, big fancy names. Got a track record of success. And is there a lot of hubbub about nothing? Or is this guy maybe someone that's going to contribute and contribute in a big way over the next couple of weeks as long as they last? Uh, I'm definitely in the the hold your horses camp on Dalvin Cook. I, I think I would be... I would need at least one good game before I could say that he is in for a big playoff run. I guess what I want to do is actually kind of turn the tables on you guys. Who do you think is going to get more on Saturday? Like touches for Dalvin Cook, so it's me carries for Dalvin Cook or targets from Mark Andrews? I think kind of pulling the, the media workroom. I'd say Cook because he's playing. I, I think yeah. I, I I'm I'm going to say Cook because Jonas I um from the the people that I know at the Jets at practice, he looks he looked to them like he had burst and stuff. I mean, in the games, uh, to me, I agree with PFF or what he didn't look he didn't look good in the games. But in you know, but they didn't have any old linemen, so I'm gonna say I'll be with Bob. I'm gonna say Cook unless they're throwing him into the skybox for Mark Andrews. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I guess it just depends on on how much better they feel about him at this point in his journey with the Ravens compared to Melvin Gordon, because Melvin Gordon has been or was active for Ravens game and just straight up didn't 
you know, didn't get a touch, didn't even see the field. So uh, Mark looked Mark looked pretty good, but uh, you know, I think that the encouraging thing, if you are a uh, a holder in Dalvin Cook playoff stock, is that when I asked John Harbaugh yesterday about how he's done with the mesh point stuff, he said, "Yeah, I mean, there, there haven't really been any concerns with that. He's done well, and if you know the Ravens are going to do what they can to take advantage of this really." Nice stout Texans uh, run defense. It's probably going to be some stuff involving read options or whatnot. So uh, the fact that, you know, according to John, there haven't been any problems with that, uh, it's a pretty good sign, I suppose. Now, we'll get to their Houston's pass defense here. And I was reading this morning that uh, Ravens are one of the best teams in the NFL in play action pass because they have a great running game. And Houston's pass defense sucks defending play action so are we going to see a heavy dose of that one Vinny thinks they're going to come out just kind of guns ablaze in the Ravens and Eric Coriella out of the game <laughs> yeah I mean this, this is a, a Danico Ryan's defense that triggers quickly and I, I think that explains I don't want to say that they're super similar but I, I think you can maybe point to some similarities between the, the Jaguars and the, uh, the Texans and that the Jaguars came into that game uh, a couple of weeks back with a really well thought of run defense. Um, and then the Ravens kind of ran all over them. I don't think the Ravens will run all over the Texans, but the, the Jaguars were vulnerable to play action. And the Ravens did hit the Jaguars with a lot of play action success in that game. But uh, I mean, if you look at just like the spine in this defense, it's fine. But, you know, DeAndre Houston Carson was a, you know, a practice squad guy on the Ravens a couple months ago, and now he's their starting safety. And, you know, if they're going to be playing these quarter shells and, and cover three and asking, you know, a, a guy who's on most teams would probably not be in the, the, the two deep to, to run with Zay Flowers or Odell Beckham or Rashad Bateman, uh, then, you know, Lamar's going to have some opportunities to, you know, hit, hit some bombs. And obviously the onus is on him to, to be accurate. He has not been uh, – extremely consistent in that department, but uh, he was definitely trending up toward the, the seat, toward the back end of the season. So play action is going to give him some time to look downfield, and it's just on the Ravens to, to execute. Now, Jonas, I, I think like Stingley and Nelson, they're two corners. I think, you know, one's got five picks, one's got four. I think they're aggressive guys. I think they're vulnerable to double moves. You, you love a, you love a uh, double move, don't you, Benny? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a oh, sluggo. Oh yeah, all I, I'm a double move kind of guy. That that was the the easiest way for me to get open in middle school football too. You just you run a little hook and go, and boom, <laughs> you got yourself a 30 yard completion. Uh, yeah, I mean, like if I guess it depends on like how confident the the Texans cornerbacks feel in that pass rush because Lamar was a little you know heated up in week one. Uh, I am curious to see just how effective Grenard and Anderson are in this one because they did not play a whole lot against Cleveland, but when they were on the field, they were really they were effective. Yeah, um, and you know when when uh, this is maybe something, maybe it's nothing, but uh, Lamar only had like five dropbacks in Week One uh, when those guys weren't on the field, Grenard and Anderson, and he went five for five for forty-five yards. So if you are saying that maybe that number jacks up to 10 snaps, 15 snaps, because those ankles are just not built for uh, you know, the, the normal workload, then I, I don't see how you could afford to be aggressive unless you're just, you know, kind of playing desperation mode and looking to, to, to make a play. So I think, it, you know, there's a lot of talk in Baltimore, obviously, about the marriage between the pass rush and the coverage. And uh, I guess Singley and, and, and uh, 
and Nelson can only really afford to, to take chances if they can, you know, if they have a pretty good sense that Lamar's got to get rid of that ball, you know, under two and a half, under three seconds. Now, with the Ravens defense, I mean, Jonas, the only guys, you know, Nico Collins and Dal- Dalton Schultz, it's the only two guys that I'm concerned about, you know, in their pass game. You know, so I I think they've got a, you know, an advantage that way that, okay, we got to take away two guys. And Collins, uh, Collins is a stud. You know, he can run and do all those things. But I think that McDonald will come up with some stuff. Are you worried about anything defensively other than maybe Singletary, you know, getting the edge on some run plays? Yeah, if if that Texans run offense can get something set up, then maybe it unbalances the Ravens defense. But listen, I, I mean, you know, it is the same type of system as what San Francisco ran, as what – uh, you know, the, the Rams, Rams ran with, the Dolphins, with, with, with the Shanahan stuff, the, the Ravens are going to line up with these light boxes. They're going to play with these split safety looks. And when you have these split safety looks, you know, you can play that cloud coverage to the, to the X receiver side, which is Nico Collins. So, you know, that means that you can have Brandon Stevens get in uh, Nico Collins face. You can have Ronald Darby get in his face, knowing that you have that, that safety basically playing over the top and uh, taking away, pretty much anything and obviously the i believe the texans were pretty versatile with how they used collins at least in a week one I, I don't know if he's strictly been an x guy down the stretch but you know there were a couple times uh in baltimore where he was you know running routes over the middle lining up uh, in reduced splits making catches there which obviously might be a little bit different if you know you get an advantageous uh you know matchup maybe you find yourself with holy Harrison kind of lining up on you because they're they're lining up heavy but it, well, like you said, it, it, it's going to have to be on C.J. Stroud to, to take a lot of risky throws. He's throwing the ball downfield a lot more than he did in week one and staying ahead of the sticks. I mean, the, the big problem for the Texans was when they got the third down, it was always third and long. I think like it was average, the average distance to go on third down in week one was 9.2. So the Ravens could tee off. They could run to the ball when they forced those check downs. And, and they really made life difficult for C.J. Stroud in that first game. Lamar and who, if the Ravens win, Lamar and who is going to be the star of the game, Jonas? Oh, man. Uh, I guess they, I, I don't know. Uh, there, there's so many guys, and I guess you could say Ronnie Stanley and or Morgan Moses, just because that I guess you'd have to say uh, Patrick McCarry and, and the Flat Lily as well, but let's just stick with those top two. Uh, I, I just think, you know, this, this technical pass rush, uh, probably not as good as it was during the regular season because of those injuries, but you know, it finished number three uh, overall in pass rush win rate, according to ESPN, which was very, very surprising, uh, considering you know not a whole lot of people thought that Grenard and Anderson would be dudes uh, immediately in that Janico Ryan's uh, defense. So I think the Ravens, if their pass protection holds up, if Lamar has the, the time he needs to, to go from his second read, third read, fourth read, then uh, they should be in pretty good shape and probably shouldn't have too much too much trouble moving the ball up and down the field. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner. Jonas, last thing before we let you enjoy your uh, off day and then tomorrow's cold festivities at M&T. The final four of the NFL will be who? Boy, uh, I think probably chalk aside from Bills. Uh, uh, you know, so I guess Ravens versus Bills and then 49ers versus Lions. 
There you go. Jonas Schaefer, appreciate the time as always. We will talk to you next week, hopefully previewing the AFC Championship game, which will feature the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. If not, we're going to be ragging on people. <laughs> Jonas Schaefer, everybody. It's Vinny at Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Buy or sell. Coming up next, Keith Cavanaugh, TerrapinTypes.com. Your phone calls are welcome. We got news from the Nest at noon. We got buy or sell. Eric Edholm's going to be joining us. We got keys to the game. We got stats. We got NFL lunch. We got plenty to get into. We got our picks. Mm-hmm. As Nolan's already playing catch up after his super wild card weekend. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Debacle. Biddy and Hades with. Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. All right, time for the whip around. We're going to roll through this as quickly as possible. Let's start on the ice. So it's, it's frozen outside here. Charm City last night. Caps taking on the St. Louis Blues. And in the end, it was St. Louis who T.J. Oshie gave the Blues to. Washington on the clear. There's Oshie behind the D. He scores! T.J. Oshie with his sixth career hat trick. Joe B. on the call. Joe Beninati caps 5-2 over St. Louis. Yeah, and Oshie, Oshie had a hat trick. He made, like, his first goal of the game was spectacular. He was in the offensive end. They had control of the puck. Their defenseman was trying to carry it out. He dove with his stick, knocked it away from the guy, got up, and shot, and made a beautiful shot into the goal. And then Oshie had another one on the power play, and then he had the empty netter that we just heard. So <clears throat> that was his sixth career hat trick, Bob. Four with the Caps. And two with the team that drafted him, 
The St. Louis Blues. And the Caps play the Blues again Saturday there. Caps right now 22-15-6 on the year. Safe to say exceeding your expectations because you thought they were going to suck. Yep, I did. I did. You know, and Ovi played. Finally, he had an assist. So he's had a point in seven straight games. Most of them assists. So um, it's amazing that, you know, the Caps power play, just because he's out there, it makes the Caps power play so much more effective because teams, you know, lean or kind of push towards his side and it opens up other people. And that's why Oshie was able to get one last night. Men's college hoops last night. It was uh, in the Big Ten. We'll start with the home conference of the Turtles. Number 14, Illinois, bouncing back from that Maryland loss. They beat Michigan last night, 88-73. Michigan State, who will be here Sunday, they beat Minnesota, 76-66. Upset in the top 25, South Florida. Stunned 10th ranked Memphis yeah. at Memphis 74 73. You saw what happened, right? Memphis blew that big lead oh, late. Yeah, they were up 20 something. So, uh, big old win for South Florida. Penny Hardaway is like, what the hell happened, man? Locally, it was Towson 82 78 over Charleston. Big win for Pat Scary's Tigers on the road, no less. And it was UMBC 70 65 over Maine in the NBA last night. Knicks beat the Wizards, 113-109. Close game. I was watching a lot of it. Interesting game. But in the end, Jalen Brunson, 20 of his 41 in the fourth quarter. Marvin Bagley made his Wizards debut with a double-double. 20-11. and 11. It was Chicago, 116-110 over Toronto. Emmanuel quickly had 12-3-3 in the loss for the Raptors. It was uh, Oklahoma City, high-scoring game over Utah, 134-129. Aaron Wiggins, Maryland. Four, two, and five there. Minnesota beat Memphis, 118-108. Santi Aldama, Loyola, 13-5. and five. For the Grizzlies, the uh, T-Wolves, best record, second best record in the NBA. Yeah. 30-11 and 11 on the year. And then late last night, it was Indiana at Sacramento. And a couple of ex-Terps getting their groove on, especially Red Velvet. Nice job yep. offensively by Kevin Herter. You run him off the line. NBC Sports California. Old Red Velvet had 31 points, two boards, four assists, but it was not enough because Jalen Smith sticks. I don't they didn't play together at Maryland. He they missed each other by a year, but Sticks had 17 points, 13 boards. As it looks like he's about to go to the bench because they just traded Indiana did for Pascal Siakam. But a great game, entertaining 126-121. Pacers still playing without Tyrese Halliburton. They get the win. Alex Len played. Let's just add more uh, turnovers and fouls that he had uh, points or rebounds as he got the donut in that category. Alex Len, let's not forget, Terp, fifth overall pick in the draft crazy but still making millions of dollars Bless his heart. all those years later it's the whip around video and 8105 the fan let's start with a little college hoops here first of all this day it's january 19th 50 years ago in notre <laughs> dame south bend indiana Ooh. the athletic and conversation uh, con- acc your convocation center yep. notre dame down eight with about three minutes left they come from behind and stun Top-ranked UCLA, 71-70. The win snaps UCLA's 88-game winning streak, which will never, ever be sniffed in men's college basketball anyway. 
They played a week later at Pauley. UCLA crushed them by 19. Yeah. And should have won that game. Maryland basketball history. How about we pay tribute since they're paying tribute to Lefty on Sunday. His team, 1974, Billy Packer, rest in peace, told me, Bob Haney, personally, even after Maryland won the national championship, said Lefty, the best team in Maryland history was the 74 Terps, hmm. who lost the season opener at UCLA by one point. They would have ended that streak earlier, but they didn't. But 72-50 over Navy, fourth-ranked Terps. Tom McMillan. 27 points, 15 boards. Maryland improved two. 11-2 on the year. The only two losses up to that point. UCLA and NC State, the eventual national champions. 1983 at Clemson, Maryland, 80-61 over the Tigers. Ben Coleman, 21 points. Adrian Brantz, 19-6-8. Herman Veal, 10-10. And Mark Fothergill. If you know who Mark Fothergill is, tip of the cap to you. Every, I do, obviously. But if you do, let's drink a beer together. He had 11 and 12. 1997 at Wake Forest, 11th-ranked Maryland. Upsets number two and undefeated Wake. 54-51. Laurent Proffitt, a three-pointer at the buzzer. I had this game on VHS. Uh, Tim Duncan at 26 in the loss for the Demon Deacons. But the Terps, Sharunas Jessicavishes scored 19. Prof had 11 as Maryland would peak at number five in the polls and lose in the first round. But we'll get to that later. 1999, Cole Fieldhouse, fourth ranked Maryland, blows out Georgia Tech 77 62. As uh, Terrence Morris had 20, Profit had 15, Stevie Franchise had 14 on the day. And uh, this day in sports history, Vinny, 2002 NFL history, Foxborough, Massachusetts, the Tuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Charles Woodson forces a fumble, overturned, and then Vanitary kicked the field goal, sent it in overtime. Yeah. And then they would win it, New England in OT, and would win the Super Bowl that year. But Woodson hit Brady, college teammates at Michigan. Yeah. If the tuck rule was not real, football history be 100% different. Totally. Because they would have lost that game, New England. Obviously would not have won the Super Bowl, and who knows? John Gruden might have stayed in Oakland for another 10 years. Yeah, no doubt. Raiders would win the Super Bowl the next year, by, or lose in the Super Bowl to Tampa the next year. It's video at 8105.7. The fan will come back, talk about this year's Terps basketball. Take it on Michigan State. As we said, a tribute to Lefty, who's 92 years old. Keith Cavanaugh, your phone calls. We got keys. News from the nest. Eric at home, NFL.com. Man, we're Packed. It's football Friday. It's purple Friday. It's Terps Friday. We got all sorts of sports bud for you here on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Every game, every interview, every take, 105.7, the voice of the fan. Billy and Hedy, 105.7, the fan, phone calls, we're taking them next segment, so stay tuned for that. Got news from the Nest coming up top of the hour, we'll count that weekend money, hopefully buy or sell, Eric Edholm, NFL.com, we got Vinny's Keys, we got stat breakdown. NFL lunch. We got to do our picks for uh, the divisional round. Ravens nine and a half point favorites against Houston. So we got plenty to do on this featured artist Friday, which is NFL films, music, getting you ready for the weekend. But the Terps, they're on the hardwood Sunday at noon, national TV, CBS. We're in the old school, 1974. Lucas Elmore, McMillan, Mo Howard. Owen Brown, Billy Hahn was on that team. Here to talk about Maryland coming off a tough loss on the WGK Logest Hotline, TerribleTimes.com. Keith Cavanaugh. Keith, good morning. How you feeling? Bob, it sounds like you've had uh, a lot of coffee this morning. Actually, it is pretty uh, good and hot. But look, I'm bouncing off the walls, my man. I don't get angry at losses anymore. For Maryland hoops, yep. and Keith, you and I have Correct. known each other for a long time, and I used yeah, to about lose, a year now. I, I, I used to use, lose my bleep when they would lose, but since they won the title, yeah. I've become much more rational. Let's just say I was irked about the loss the other night because I thought it could have been a, a swing gamey sort of win. You sweep Illinois, well, Illinois, and then Northwestern, and you come home and you start stacking, building a little equity in the conference. So. How do they respond after a game that they probably think they should have won? And as what Damon Evans himself said, yep. Maryland wasted a 36-point effort from Jameer Young. Well, Bob, au contraire. Okay. Win, lose, or draw the other night, I just continue to see forward progress. Yeah, we're all upset about that loss. Yeah, that would have been crucial you know, to get to 500 in the league. Um and to continue their road success and continue what they started in the second half against Michigan. Yeah, Jameer's final shot could have been better. Yeah, the first half turnovers were awful. Yeah, the help defense and rotating and closing out on the shooters was bad. But we continue to see a team that's starting to play like a team. They're knowing their roles. There's a sense of urgency now. They're playing more inside and out. The trend lines are good right now because – the seniors, the stars are finally stepping up. They're playing with a little dog in them. I mean, they're getting after it. I mean, Jameer Young, between UCLA and the other night, two transcendent performances. He's looking like Cowan, Mello, Stoglin, Bob Haney out there on right. these scoring outbursts. So I like <clears throat> the progress where we were two weeks ago was miserable. And at 11 and 7 and 3 and 4 coming home Sunday for that noon tilt on CBS against a identical Sparty team that's 11 and 7, 3 and 4, beat Minnesota last night uh, by, by 10. They kind of had a slow start to the season, too. We're finally starting to see a team. Now, I will say the freshman class has been arguably a disaster so far. You know, the portals got better the other night with Geronimo's game. The portals have been down. 
But I like the progress, the incremental progress. Hopefully they can keep it up. All is not lost, Bob Haney. All right. Well, thank you for talking me down and calming me down, <laughs> Keith Cavanaugh. But I'll say what I've said to you forever as well. I'll believe it when I see it. But Michigan yeah. State, you mentioned the slow start, but they seem to be riding the ship just a little bit themselves. If Maryland's trying to get that yeah. on national TV, aside from scoring more points, obviously, Keith, what needs to happen to get that W? Well, as you know, it'll be a rock fight, as it always is with Sparty. Now, Sparty missed nine of 12 threes against Minnesota, missed seven free throws. Tyson Walker, though, Malik Hall, and their freshman rim protector, Cohen Carr, he's starting to come on. As always, they start slow but finish strong. It's going to be a dogfight. Maryland's got to continue to play inside out. Juju's got to continue stay out of foul trouble. Now, he had 10-9 to nine the other night, but his turnovers and his defense, I mean, Matt Nicholson looked like Jack Nicholson was shining <laughs> on him the other night. He abused him inside. And, you, you know, we used to call Chris Collins Chrissy Collins back in the Duke days. But I, you, have Correct. To give him his, you have to give him his props. The man can coach. They're not going to beat themselves. They run great sets. And Maryland was caught flat-footed too many times. So a million chances to win that game, sure, and a wasted effort by Jameer. Um, but Sparty, physical grinder, hopefully the crowd shows up. Hopefully the weather gets a little better here. Izzo got his 500th win um, with that Minnesota win, so hopefully he'll uh, be complacent coming in here. But um, anyhow, um, you know, queuing it up from here. Then you got Iowa, then Nebraska, Sparty again, Rutgers, Ohio State, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Northwestern yet again. So it's going to be a tough finish here, but um, I like progress. It's all relatively speaking here. Correct. Going to the Final Four, but yeah, right. it's the misery, the misery of two weeks ago was just we bottomed out and plant, you know, it was awful. Yeah, still on the outside, Maryland is on all the uh, bracket allergy stuff. It's video at Haney 1057 The Fan, Keith Cavanaugh, TerrapinTimes.com. But honoring lefty, 92nd birthday was Christmas Day, if I'm not mistaken, Keith. So uh, give us a lefty story, make it a good one. Oh, my God. Bob, I'm so old. When I was in middle school. How old are you? (laughs) 39, 61. Um, Bob, I'll be the big, let's see, 61 or 62 in March. I forget. (laughs) You are old. I'm getting all-timers. Yeah, I can't even remember how old I'm going to be. But um, I used to go to his summer camp when I was in junior high school, growing up in Chevy Chase. And I remember. Tom McMillan was one of my counselors. Mo Howard was one of my counselors. Fran McCaffrey was one of my counselors because he, at the time, was at Penn. Then he transferred to Wake or whatever. No, he he went to Wake and transferred to Penn. Yeah, he started Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you have the Google machine there. No, no, I I knew that. Um, Steve Shepard, Albert King. I remember the last day of camp. I took the program in there and left the – I think Chuck Chucky was a fellow camper. Chucky DeSilva, he was my age. He was at Springbrook High School in Silver Spring. I took the final. I took the program in and had everyone sign it. There must be 500 autographs. I'm trying to think who are some of the other um, counselors. You know, all the kids back then did counselors. But I remember we'd have to go out. And it was in July on the courts over at Bird Stadium on the upper terrace level, and it was like 4,000 degrees. 
and we'd play out there and they'd give us orange Kool-Aid or grape knee high and um, pork and beans every meal for lunch. So it's very, very transcendent <laughs> summer camp. But no, Lefty's great. Um, I've seen him down at the beach over the years. Obviously, he's getting up in years and tomorrow will just be a tape video message, I believe. Not getting around him much as much, but Chucky, you know, props to him, you know, coaching down at uh, Murray, Luca Garza, wish Maryland had pushed harder for him. Uh, he's put out a couple other guys too, but we could go on and on about lefty, but I do remember him being quite the camp counselor guy back in the day. And then at the end of the day, they'd let us jump in the old swimming pool up at, in uh, Coalfield house, which was uh, very old school to say the least. But anyhow, I, I wildly digress here. I had too much coffee. Yes. Hey, Keith, we've had Damon on. The last two weeks, all he talks about is NIL. Why are they having so many issues getting NIL money? Benny, I want to be nice here. Okay. But last week and this week, Marilyn comments about NIL. Uh I think those are like three years late. <laughs> yeah. NIL and the portal kind of started three years ago. And we're hearing now, hey, I'm ready to embrace the NIL and get after it. Well, I'm just not sure. <laughs> the messaging there threw me a little off kilter, but um, this has been going on for years. Um you can only get so much out of donors because they're already buying tickets. They're already in the Terrapin club, the M club. They're trying to travel to away games uh, and the booster numbers are down. You've got to get big corporate folks. You can't just have all these collectives telling athletes how to go out and get theirs. There needs to be more bigger corporate sponsorships that athletics attracts and this should have begun three years ago and just instead of just waiting for collectives to go help the athletes find money, you know, in this area is very competitive between the entertainment dollar, between all the pro teams, all the distractions. It's a transient area, the DC area. So you have to attract more. You can't just lean on Under Armour or Barry Gossett every day uh, for donations. They're all tapped out and have been, you know, incredibly generous for decades. So you got to attract more businesses, big businesses, to do all that. But um, a game plan three years ago, at at the advent of all this, at the outset of all this, you know, probably would have been more prudent than to just start saying now, hey, we're ready to dive in and do NIL. I mean, as we've discussed, women's basketball has no NIL. Now, football hired an NIL guy specific to them, and, and they're doing fairly well. Relatively speaking, they're not Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, or anything like that. Men's basketball needs more NIL. A lot of people are trying to help there, booster-wise. But Villanova still has three times as much Villanova uh, basketball NIL money as Maryland. And that's one of the big schools Maryland goes head-to-head with and lost Hodge this fall um, because Villanova would pay more. So it's a problem that needs to be addressed. Um and it goes beyond just donors because a lot of donors have great distaste for NIL. They, they're already giving to the school and to have scholarship funds, which is great. And obviously that's the core of the Terrapin Club. But paying athletes, you broach into another whole area that 
many people just have great distaste for. So it's got to be more corporate and sponsorships and appearances. You know, you see all these kids across the country, college kids already have trading cards with Panini or Tops or whatever. So, yeah, I could prattle on again as well there, but um, really needed an earlier start in this space and um, hopefully continued success on the field uh, can bring that. Um, but it is a problem because, as you know, we're in a new age now. It's all NIL. It's all portal. Kids don't care about facilities. Kids don't really care that much about player development, wins and losses, coaches. They care about the Benjamins. Hey, what what kind of deal am I going to get NIL? Um, it's a sad state of affairs. Keith Cavanaugh, TerrapinTimes.com. Keith, always appreciate the time. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks, Thanks Keith. There's Keith Cavanaugh. Mm. Orange Kool-Aid and uh, pork and beans. That's the uh, that's a meal right there, everybody. We'll come back, take your phone calls. If we can't get to you, you're going to hang with us through news from the nest as well. We're going to count the money at 1215. Eric at home, NFL.com. He'll preview the divisional round. Ravens are nine and a half point favorites. I guess he likes them. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And we'll find out. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Calpurnia? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Featured artist Friday NFL Films is chosen by us. Was the birds. We will get to them at a later time. But as we're ahead of the playoffs, got to be the football music getting y'all fired up. I could see Dick Buckets annihilating a linebacker right now with this music playing. It's been at 8105.7, the fan news from the Nash. Let's get out to the phones. We've got more phone calls. we got buy or sell. got to count money. Got to be selfish here. Eric at home, NFL.com. Got Vinny's keys. Got NFL lunch. We got our picks. Got more of your phone calls and your predictions. So get on in here. Plenty to do. Ravens nine and a half point favorites. We do know, however, now, Vinny, no Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark like. Andrews. They're not activating him off of IR, which I kind of feel. I mean, Bob, he hasn't played in six. You know, he's going to practice two days and then play in a playoff game? No way. Now, next week, possibly. But I, I would think that Super Bowl, when they'd have two more weeks, for sure. But next week, we'll see. There's a better possibility. You know, so um, do they need him? I mean, like, oh, you got him. No, like, like, like he's kicking ass right now. And to answer your question, Jonas Schaefer, I'll go with Cook getting more touches in tomorrow's game. See, I think whoever's hot, I think they're going to, you know, if all of a sudden Cook goes bam, bam, going to leave him out there. Yeah, but remember he said who gets more, Andrews or Cook? Yeah. I'm leaning Cook Yeah, since he's actually playing. All right, let's go to Rosedale. Antonio, Antonio, thanks for holding what's happening. Happy playoff Friday. How you guys doing? Wonderful. TGIF. Oh, yeah. It would have been even better if I was working from home today and all this snow. <laughs> My score prediction is Ravens 30, Texans 20. Go Ravens. Have a wonderful weekend, guys. All right, Antonio. Tell mom hello there. 
Antonio, enjoy the game. 30 to 20. So he likes the over there. That's 43 and a half. Cold weather, high scoring explosion. Let's get, let's get back to the phones. Go to Forest Hill. It's Tony. Tony, what's happening? Thanks for holding. Happy playoff Friday. Hey, guys. What's up, Bob and Vinny? How you guys doing? Hey, Tony. Good. I think the last time I called in, I think we spent half the time talking about one of your favorite bands, Bob Rat and the 49ers, Vinny, because I was a huge Niner fan back when we didn't have a team. So um, I wanted to, you guys talked about that. I was at that Baltimore Colt game in 1977. Uh, that was my first ever game. I was 12 years old. Yeah, that was and the uh, I, ghost to the post game. Heartbreaker. I still remember, Bob, I still remember screaming no when he, Casper made that over-the-shoulder catch. Um, but as far as this game goes, you know, this could be going back and forth thinking about it. This is definitely not the 2019 teams. And I was like, was thinking maybe they should get in and get some reps just for that whole rust versus rest thing. But I, I think they're going to be fine. You know, um, I got them winning like 34 to 20. Just don't turn the ball over period and they should be fine. This is not 72 degree weather in Houston. They're coming here to cold Baltimore. And I think th- these guys are ready to go. All right, Tony. Thanks. And rat rules. By the way, Stephen Piercy played last night down at Ramshead, but 3420, hey, I'd love it. I want entertainment. 3420 means the game will take like four hours. It seems like a lot, people are expecting a lot of scoring. Usually, um, I don't know if I see that much scoring. But you do, and we'll get to keys next hour, but you do see the Ravens coming out a little more aggressively than just trying to establish the run yes. right out of the gate. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think they'll do that at, at all. And I think their, you know, their runs early may be, you know, the quick, especially if the corners are playing off. I expect them quick screens out there to whoever the corners. If both are off, pick your side. You know, who do, who do you want to throw it to, Lamar? It's Vinny at 81057, the fan. News from the Nets coming up next. If you're on the phones, Joe, Kevin will get you. If you want to be part of this, you got your predictions, your concerns. Everybody seems to be drinking that purple Kool-Aid. And I'm not saying it's inappropriate because the spread says Baltimore should win handily. But they don't play the game on paper. They play it on the field. There's your cliche heading into the top of the hour. It's Vinny at Haney here on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 